Hello and welcome to Special Guest on the Motocross Network. My name is Trevor and I'll be your host. Today we have on Muckoff Honda's Mitchell Harrison. So how you doing, man? Hi, hi. Doing good. How about yourself? Pretty good. So, I mean, what a year. Even since I've last talked to you, so much has happened for you. Yeah, it really has. Uh, you know, from going to PC to Muckoff Honda, I mean, I've been very uh, fortunate this year. I know. I mean, it's hard to believe that. In a, a year ago, you were overseas racing MXGP. I forgot playing MXGP 2020, the game, and I'm like, oh, Mitchell Harrison's in here. I forgot he was doing this at this time last year. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, uh, I think I was in the 2019 or 2020 uh, SX game as well since I did the 19 Supercross season. Oh, yep, yep. I forgot about that. So I was in two video games. So. Yeah, it's got to be a cool feeling. Um I never really talk to anybody about that when I'm talking to riders like you, but that's got to be a cool feeling to have yourself in a video game. Yeah, I mean, when you grow up, like, uh, playing Unleashed and whatnot, you build your own character, but then to actually be in one, it's a, it's a unique feeling. Oh, it's got to be. Um, so like I said, a year ago, you were assigned with Bud Racing Kawasaki, racing MX2 Championship. COVID hit, you had to come home, and then I'm pretty sure because of COVID, the European Union banned you from coming over there so you're kind of stuck here signed with pro circuit kawasaki for outdoors and you did pretty good in outdoors yeah no uh with the covid situation it it was just a difficult task to get back over yeah uh so we didn't want to risk anything i mean we didn't know what covid was at that time it could have been incredibly deadly i mean it is deadly uh yeah i got fortunate and got the pc ride and i thought i did fairly well in outdoors i thought i could have done a lot better but you know we fixed a lot of stuff since then so uh i'm feeling amazing coming in supercross i'd imagine um when i was watching you throughout the lucas oil pro motocross season i was like man he's actually he's actually doing pretty good over here on, on this new team i mean so much has changed just that makes it hard so you're doing good, and then there are a couple of races that I figured you could do better. Um, and oh, sure. I saw that you finished eighth overall in the championship. I was like, that's not bad at all. That's pretty fantastic for coming back to the United States for the first time in a little while on a new team, a whole new situation with COVID, and it's just pretty cool to see you did that good. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I went over to Europe, the it helped me as a rider a tremendous amount. So I came back more mature uh, with a different riding style. And, you know, just being back in the States was awesome. And then being on pro circuit really gives you uh, another level with your confidence. And, you know, yeah, the eighth in championship was, was fairly good for being uh, three weeks on the bike before the season, not even knowing I was going to do the season a month before it started. Uh, and, uh, you know, you always have the sense like, yeah, I could have done better, but I, I, looking at it, it was a great accomplishment. It, it helped my career in such a tremendous way. And I can't thank, uh, Mitch and the whole team at Pro Circuit for, uh, helping me get back to where I, I need to be. Oh yeah. I mean, with his help, he pretty much put you back on the map in the United States as a rider because people forget riders quitting. Oh, yeah pretty quickly so i mean you went over there people 
forgot, and then you come back and, oh yeah, I forgot about that guy, and you got a factory fill-in ride, so now your name is back established over here. And I'd imagine exactly. that helped you um, earning your deal with Muck Off Honda. No, uh, yeah, people wrote me off. Uh, I didn't do that great over in Europe. It, it, there could be many reasons, but it, it, it's just different over there. But as a rider, it helped me an incredible amount. So uh, just coming back and playing the rides I did and actually putting myself back on the map, I wouldn't be on Muck Off Honda if it wasn't for that. Exactly, and as you were saying about um, the MX2, people writing you off, I mean, that happens a lot because in our sport, for some reason, it's different than other sports. In other sports, there's hundreds of professional athletes that everybody supports and loves, and then in our sport, it's like the top 10 guys are the only ones that people seem to really support, and I think that's a weird situation for our sport. Yeah, I think it's uh, even worse than that. I think it's uh, the top five. You're not taking top five week in, week out, podiuming. Uh, you're going to get written off pretty easy, and you're not going to have rides. You're not going to have followers. So it's just you got, you got to be up there. It's a, I mean, it's unfortunate, but um, I, I like to win. I like to be up front, so i got to work harder to be in that position. Oh, yeah, and this year that's going to be especially difficult because if – 250 West is going to be as um, deep of a field as East. I imagine it's going to be tough. The 250 class and the 450 class, it's stacked this year in Supercross. It's going to be tough. Yeah, no matter what, uh, I've heard a lot of people say that the 250 West is going to be more stacked, but at the end of the day, when you're trying to win a championship, it's going to be hard no matter what. And I'm really just – I just want to be in the position to where – at the end of the season, I'm competing for the championship. Um, the consistency is a major part. And oh, yeah. riding this muck off Honda, it, the bike's incredible. And the way I feel on it, it I've just, I, I, don't, I haven't felt like this in years. So I'm just extremely excited to get go out racing. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see you as well. I've been watching all the videos you post on Instagram and stuff. And you're looking faster than you were on the Pro Circuit Cowie. You look smooth, consistent. You look comfortable in Supercross, which surprised me because you've raced MXGP for a while. But I heard rumors that you had said that GPs helped you tremendously with Supercross. That kind of confused me. Is that a true statement? I think just because of how I had to ride over there, you have to be smoother. You have to stand more. Um, I mean, if you watch Roxon, a, a GP rider in uh, Mooskin, they stand an incredible amount, especially in Supercross, but I think it helped me calm down, which in Supercross you kind of need um, without, so you don't clip stuff. It, I was just too, like, antsy, and I wanted to, like, get into rhythms, get out, but I clip stuff. And, it, you know, Supercross is an art where I think that's where the GPs helped me out a lot. Absolutely, and if you come on the line anxious and you get the lead, then the anxiety really kicks in, and that could be dangerous. I mean, you've seen many riders, like Jet Lawrence last year. He's winning the race, and then Fernandez is on his tail. The crowd's going nuts. The pressure gets to you, and he cracks, and you got to learn from that sort of stuff to do good, especially in Supercross. Yeah, in Supercross, I mean, you got to be calm. Um, and it's the mistakes that take you out of the lead. It's the, just 
like tenths of mistakes that are, is between first and fifth. So if you can get everything clean, you can have smooth corners. It's just smooth and fast. So if if I can do that, which I've been working really hard on with my dad and uh, my trainer Justin Boyd, and just be smooth and fast, I think I can really contend and be a podium guy week in week out. Oh, for sure. Um, I wanted to mention this. I talked to a former competitor of yours today, Elvin Osland. I wanted to ask if you guys ever got to know each other. I mean, did you ever have no. battles or anything? Uh, we had battles for sure. Uh, incredible rider. And we, I, I think we matched up a, a bit. Um, you know, we were both just like a top 10 guy. Um, you know, starts are hard, so we were just we been battling off a bit. I, you know, I never really got to talk to him, but uh, again, just a lot of those riders over there, the depth of that class up to like fifteenth and almost twentieth is they're incredibly fast. Oh, absolutely. Um, another thing I noticed about the GPS is it seems like there's a lot more opportunity for teams. It seems like there's half the teams over here than there are over there. There's a lot of I don't understand. Is there more funding or I don't? That's something I'd love to know. The GPs seem to have more teams. I really couldn't tell you with that. Um, yes, there is, but it's it's weird. Um, it's hard to compete with uh, the KTM team and the the bikes that they're running. Uh, I I believe are a couple years ahead of everybody else's because um, the GPs you don't have to ride the same year. I don't know if that rule has changed, but that's what I was told. So there's a lot of like it's essentially privateer teams, and then you got Husqvarna and KTM, and uh, it's just incredibly difficult to run with them. And to me, over there, it's more like a like Formula One. Like you got your Mercedes, Ferrari, and then it, the rest of us are like the the Hosses or the Racing Points. Yeah, we can podium or possibly win at any moment but it's a lot more difficult especially with how uh the start grid is so uh and like how the tracks are laid out it's just completely different racing and but it again it helped me so much and everybody over there is just incredibly fast so that makes it even harder oh absolutely those guys i believe riders like you who go over there i mean i saw this with, Os- with osborne too zach osborne he went over there for a while and he came back a different rider you learn for some reason, it's so much tougher over there, and it makes you a stronger racer when you come back here. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, Zach, uh, how, he had success over there. Um, he was over there for a while, too. So I'm, I'm sure that helped him out a tremendous amount in his career. And, you know, I actually, before going over there, I had a conversation with Zach, and I was like, is this a good idea? And, you know, he was like, yeah, I mean, it it seems like a great idea, but I mean, it's your decision. He just, uh, I just, I just need some reassurance, you know, and you know, uh, I'm good friends with Zach and, uh, he's helped me a lot since I've been at Husky. So I can't thank him enough. Well, I'd imagine he was a lot of help. I mean, he could definitely give you a lot of tips and support with his experience. So, um, before I get on to my last questions, uh, something came to my mind. I was wondering, do you ever have any, like when you're at MXGP, did you have any struggles um, fitting in culturally? Because in all these different countries, you're going to some countries, you don't know 
the political standing between the United States and whatever country you're in. So do you, have you ever experienced like, um, I don't know, kind of being dissed for being United States going over there? Cause a lot of guys I've heard from in the past had had that happen to them. I found it more that people were very interested in the U S it seems like everybody wanted to come over to the U S um, which I mean, I, it was amazing over there, uh, where I was at St. Uh, Source Hospital, France was just like a beach tourist, like perfect destination for me. Uh, there's a lot of English speaking people, but it just, it just seemed like everybody wanted to come over to the U S and, you know, even going to Russia, like it just, everybody was fascinated with the U S and it's just different. And going over there, it's like the eat the west part of Europe is just so clean and so nice and you get more towards the east and it's a little bit, uh, I want to say dirtier, but, and, and then going into Russia, it's completely different. It, it's just very unique, but, um, no, I never got shunned or anything. Everybody was very respectable. Uh, I never had an issue being, <laughs> I, I guess, in America over there. Well, that's a good thing because, uh, that, that was one of my, worries for like these riders going over there or even if i went over to watch a gp or something that seems it just seemed weird to me because i've heard a lot of there's obviously a lot of stories of american journalists that go overseas and never come home so there's other sorts of stuff i think with journalism it's different as than a, a professional athlete i mean we're just there to go race and just uh and people who are at the races just want to see you ride like yeah, exactly. I was, when i was in indonesia like the kids and whatnot it's it, i mean it's very poor over there but they just loved it they just wanted to be there just in the presence and it, it was just an incredible feeling and just all the gp events they were just going ballistic because they just loved the passion for the sport yeah that's got to be a cool feeling for a rider to go to these countries and have these people who kind of look at motocross like because they're from a poorer area, they look at it like some, I don't know how to explain it, um, not magical, but more modern, like they, it's new to them. It's first world, they're third world, so it's got to be interesting it, to them. Yes, it's just, they're just incredibly interested, and uh, I mean, it was really just like that over in Indonesia, um, but like Europe, it, like they understood, they understood it, they, I mean, they have it, they race, everybody races. But uh, overall, it's just an amazing experience. So uh, I was really happy to go over there. I would encourage anybody in the U.S. that has the opportunity or is struggling a little bit to go over there. I mean, it, it'll help you as a person. It'll help you as a rider. But I, I strongly think it will help anybody. Oh, yeah. In, in the future, I would love to go visit any MXGP because that's got to be, as a fan, just incredible because – I myself went to the 2018 Motocross of Nations at Redbud, and that's just an incredible feeling, seeing all these people from all these different countries, and it's just crazy. It's it, it's basically, yeah, it's like it's like Redbud everywhere. It's not just <laughs> only Redbud, because that, they're unreal there, but everybody wears like that. They're just intense, there's a lot of fans, they're going ballistic, there's smoke, it's just awesome. Now that we've talked about the GPs for a while, I'd like to get back to what you're doing now. So, Muckoff Honda. So, you've been on 
all these different Cowie teams, and you mentioned Husky a while ago. Um, now that you're on Muckoff Honda, you look so comfortable on it. Does it? How does it compare to the other bikes you've been on? It's it's a very very easy handing handing handling bike. Sorry, um, I can corner amazing on it. You know the first ride uh, testing it to see if I I wanted to ride on on it. It was just incredible, and I immediately felt comfortable. I did uh, all the supercross jumps first lap just by looking at them. There's just a sense of comfort. Um, it, it, it's actually it's quite incredible how comfortable I feel on it. So it just makes you so much more excited and getting re- ready for the season. And it, I'm not so tense as in years past, like wondering if I'm ready or not. Like I, I'm ready. I'm ready right now. Uh, so it, it's going to be a really good year. Oh, I hope. I mean, if you're feeling comfortable, I mean, being comfortable on your bike and being ready, that is the first like steps to success. And then confidence, and once you get that, you can really go somewhere. Um, yeah, confidence is a huge thing. I mean, uh, I started working with a mental coach, uh, Kevin Modi, with Modi Training, and it that's just helped me tremendously. So overall, just I'm just a different person um, than I was like from the, from the beginning of 2020. So. Uh, a lot has changed with me. A lot has changed with the world. So I'm just ready to get back racing. Absolutely. A um, couple more questions left for you. Um, do you like the new schedule for Monster Energy Supercross? I've been asking Supercross riders this frequently because it's interesting to hear what they've got to say about doing three races a week, possibly. How do you feel about that? I like it. Um, if, like, say you have a good race, you want to go back out and just race again or same thing with the bad race you just want to go back out and prove your uh worth again but instead of a week you got a couple days um i feel like it's it might be easier because you just do it back to back to back and then you have a little bit of break and then back to back to back and also the atlanta races if they're anything like the daytona races which i love daytona uh i think that'll be awesome i wish they would steer more towards that style racing instead of supercross because they did a gp in charlotte a few years ago at the dirt track yeah and it was like a stadium it was like a stadium yeah i remember that that was pretty cool it was awesome and it was a motocross track but you could see everything i so i wish they would go more towards that because that that's more of what like motocross is what we grew up on and i just don't really want to see supercross take over Especially like these forty-three second lap times. I mean, Supercross is awesome, but mm. outdoors is just what we grew up on. It's just that how we came to love the sport. Yeah, I find watching Supercross it's awesome, but it's nothing like outdoors. I like outdoors way better just because the intensity of it. I mean, for somebody to go thirty minutes plus two, you have to be so physically fit and so well trained on the bike and everything to do that twice. In a weekend, that's insane. Um, it, but the, yeah, I, I love it too. It's just that grueling. Uh, it's so hard. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it's just completely different. I mean, Supercross just how you have to ride the two. It, it doesn't. Even, it, they don't. They don't even compare. So it's. I, you know, I wish they would do more of those like that Charlotte round Daytonas, but 
Um, I'm excited to do the Atlantas this year. Yeah, Daytona reminds me of a smaller MXGP track because it's not really Supercross. They have the triples and everything, but it's not as tightly compacted as every Supercross race. So it does remind me of an MXGP race. And I hope they do something like that with Atlanta because it's at a NASCAR speedway as well. So Exactly. Um, yeah, Daytona, it's, I'd say it's more towards motocross. I mean, it's pretty, it, it's tight, but the way the track develops and I mean, there's hardly any rhythms that might throw you off, but it develops like a motocross track. Absolutely. Um, so my final question for you is, do you ever plan to go back to the GPs? You know, um, it would, it would have to depend on who calls me up, uh, where I'm at in my life. I I loved it over there, but I like it. I like where I'm at right now with this Muckoff uh, Honda team. You know, Yuriv is very passionate. Um, we got amazing sponsors, the new Muckoff sponsor. And uh, I'm just extremely happy where I'm at right now. So uh, have, I, I haven't considered it yet. Well, I mean, I understand where you're coming from because from what I've seen, Muckoff Honda is a really cool team that kind of popped up out of nowhere for me. That's when I had messaged you and I was like, are you going privateer? Because all I saw on your Instagram and on your social media was just a post with a couple sponsors. I was like, what, what's going on? And then muck off Honda comes out that it's just, it's a cool team. And I yeah, really yeah. hope they do good. I mean, Brayton got a podium already. So they're having, they're having success already. Yeah. Yeah. The team is, uh, is doing really well. I was really excited for Brayton. Um, you know, Oldenburg's doing really well. Yes. He had a bad weekend this weekend, but, uh, he'll, re- he'll rebound fine. Um, you know, Brayton is still like six points off, nine points off. Um, so if you can just keep it consistent, you know, I, it, this team has all the makings to be a great team. So I, it's just fun to be a part of. Oh, I'd imagine. Um, so for the year, I'd say consistency is definitely key this year. If you watch the both 450 and 250 class the guys who are doing the best in points are the ones who are consistent, not winning necessarily, except Craig. Craig's doing like absolutely fantastic. Um, but other than that, everyone else is just being consistent or bouncing back and forth, making them lower in the point standings. So consistency is going to be key. Nope. That is exactly what I'm going to be focusing on. Um, 250 class, it's going to be more pressed that we, that I win. Uh, where the 450 class is a longer series, so you, you don't have to win as much, especially since people are taking tenths and then wins and then fourteens and whatnot. But mm-hmm. uh, our class, we have to be much more consistent, especially since it's a eight round series. Yeah, half the um, series. But if I can just stay up in that podium area and keep myself in the mix and grow my confidence in Supercross, uh, I'll be extremely happy. And we'll see where I end up at the last round. Oh, absolutely, and I'll be rooting for you the whole way. Um, thank you. I'd like to thank you so much for taking the time to join me again. I wish you the best, man, and good luck this year. Thank you so much. Glad to be on. Yep. Thank you. I'd love to talk to you again. Hopefully it's after you get either a podium or a win sometime this year. I hope to see you do that good. I can see you. I can definitely see you in the future being on the podium at least. You know, right now I just feel everything's good and uh, feeling confident and just having a great time riding my dirt bike. So, um I think that might happen this year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, being happy is a pretty big priority in anybody's career, so. Huge. All right.
Um, thank you for being on. I'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Talk to you. All right. Thank you, man. Bye. Thank you for listening to Special Guest on the Motocross Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a follow if you're on Spotify or subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. For the latest race results, news articles, or opinion articles, visit themotocrossnetwork.com. This podcast was produced by the Motocross Network. Everything moto, period.